Hey friends, it's so great to have you back today with me. Today, we are going to look at what it means to be the chief financial officer of your business. Okay, so there are many reasons why people become entrepreneurs. Maybe you want to be your own boss or you want the time freedom, or perhaps you just love the purpose and the impact you can have with your idea and with the things you do. Or you might just be an entrepreneur to make crazy money. So there can be different reasons. But when you're starting out, you are likely to be by yourself or in a small team. So how do you really have hawk's eyes on the financial side of your business? Because as you know, there are many perks of corporate, of being in corporate. You never have to wonder who's going to empty the waste bin, for example, there are processes for everything. So when you're by yourself, you are everyone in your business, the CEO, the CFO, the COO, and the owner of the business. And today we are going to dig deep into what you have to focus on as the chief financial officer of your business and how to get started. CFO 101 it is, friends. Hey friends, welcome to Moonshot Entrepreneur. This is the place where we partner with God to build His custom design calling for our life. In this podcast, you'll get laser focused on aligning your life with God and you will learn the strategies to implement true change. Along with that, you will also learn to create the time and income for the amazing dreams God has for you. Sounds like a moonshot? Well, Set your expectations high, because when we dare to partner with God, anything is possible. I promise you that we're going to have a ton of fun on this journey together. So grab your notebook and pen and pursue with me your God-led life transformation. Let's go. Okay, so as I mentioned before, let's dig deep into what you have to focus as the chief financial officer of your business because it's so vital that you really um, you are really stellar on the financial side of your business because otherwise it will not be a business you'll just be losing money so there are a few things we're going to do today first of all I'm going to um, share with you what you are what roles you are likely to attend to, and then I'll share with you what the chief financial officer is supposed to do and how you can get started as the CFO of your own business, because it's such a vital role and it's crucial that you are stellar on the financial side. So, okay, enough of the introduction, let's get started. There are likely four roles in every business um, you are doing, whether you are an entrepreneur or whether you have a, a little startup, there are four sides of the business you really have to attend to or four perspectives. One perspective is the perspective of the owner of the business. Now, obviously, if you own the business, you are the owner of the business, but the owner of the business sets the guidelines and the vision. And so maybe you are just by yourself uh, maybe you have several partners with you. I don't know what your situation is, but chances are that you are by yourself. But then again, are you really by yourself? Who is the owner of your business? Um, do you have investors on board who get to have a say on the direction of the business and on the guidelines? Or do you 
Um, are you by yourself? Are you totally self-funded? And if so, are you really your own boss or is God your boss? And hence the owner of that business. This is really something you have to ponder about because if God is the owner, he is going to tell you how you are to treat the employees, um, what honest business practices you are to follow, what the vision is, the overall vision of your business, what the purpose is your business is to fulfill in this world or in a specific market. So this is one thing to consider. Then there is the role of the CEO, the chief executive officer who sets the strategic direction of the company um, with the approval from its owners. So he or, he or she orchestrates the firm to achieve overarching goals. Then you have the COO, the chief operating officer, who is running the daily business. Very typically, they will be concerned about production, um, getting shipments out, uh, and so forth. And then... There is the CFO of your business who really needs to um, give good thought about the financial health and the financial direction of your business. Also in the long term, is it sustainable what you're doing? Now, if you're starting out and you have a couple of friends with you on board, it might well be that you have divided these roles. But if you're starting out and you're just by yourself, let's say you're a coach or you are an author or you are... A VA, a social media manager, a, a freelancer, whatever you are, chances are that you are all these roles unified in one person. It's I, me, and myself, right? So if that is the case with you, I really want you to be very stellar on um, all of this, these roles to be specific when you have your time with your business to be specific and to know for yourself which hat you're having on. Are you looking at something as the CEO of the business? Are you looking at something as the COO of the business? Or are you looking at something as the CFO of the business? You need all these roles. Um, you need to look at your business as the owner, as the CFO and so forth. But you'll need all these roles, but especially the CFO is a very crucial role. There are four things a CFO has to make sure. And no matter how big or small your firm is, you really have to make sure that you are stellar on these four tasks. So as I mentioned before, as the CFO, you have to be sure that your company is running in a financially healthy direction. So the first task or one of the tasks of a CEO is um, to know the risk and the legal implications. Okay, risk and legal implications. So here's the thing. When there is a new business idea or a viable or a business case, um, chances are that the CEO of your company is really on board with things because CEOs are usually excited. They want to invest. They want to grow the business and they just love, love, love to do things. But as the CFO, you have to make sure that the business case is not just exciting, but that it's viable. So what is the risk and, and, and the, the legal implications attached to that specific business case. So every time you come up with the business case, 
make sure that you vet it also from the perspective of um, the CFO. Will it make money? How much money will it make? When will it make money? Will there be, um, can you expect return on your profits? Or is it just that you're investing? And if you're investing, when will you get the payback? So these are all just some things you have to keep in the back of your mind. And sometimes it's not just about a business case. Sometimes it's, it's really a business decision. Uh, let me give you an example. Let's say you have a company by yourself. You're getting self-employed, but you did not register as an LLC yet. You're putting off that registration um, maybe because it's it's costly, it's, it's expensive, or maybe... Uh, because you feel it's not the right time, because you are not sure about the legal implications. Well, as the CFO of your business, you have to show due diligence. You have to put in the time to find out what it means um, if you delay that process. What does it mean? What does it entail? Are, Are you in the risk of being sued? And if you're sued, you would have to Uh, be made liable with your private asset to to cover the cost. So do you really want to risk that? Can you risk it? Or is the risk really small? Um, These are just some things you have to do. You cannot expect or put off these decisions and then think that everything will be fine because that is not what a CFO does. As a CFO of your business, you have to be sure that you tackle these things headlong and do not just... Um, put it off and and <clears throat> be are complacent. Um, or let's just grab another example here. Let's say uh, you're thinking of paying yourself money and you do not know how much money you should pay yourself. Well, what do you do? You compare yourself to others in the industry. You try to make an informed decision. It's okay not to know something, but it's not okay to not research something and to find out and to um, really get to know the knowledge. Do you need to speak to the CFO of another business? Do you need to ask your friend for help and and for, for advice? Just be resourceful here and just be sure that you have a plan and that there is a clear reasoning behind the plan. If you're paying yourself, for example, you know, um, as you know, in my executive MBA class, as you can imagine, there are different modules and there's heavy uh, emphasis on the financial side. And I still remember the professor in in accounting saying, um, accounting is not a science, it's an art. And he was making a joke in that sense, because he was, what he was saying is, you know, there is not a clear cut rule, uh, unless it's a tax law or something like that that forces you to do something a specific way in accounting. Like um, when you purchase something, is it... I'm I'm trying to think of an example. I'm not getting one. Hold on. Yeah, I mean, let's let's just stick with the example of paying yourself, right? So if you want to pay yourself, you can pay yourself um, a million dollar per year, $100,000, $50,000, it's up to you, but you have to have a clear reasoning behind it. So, I mean, once someone scrutinizes this, they might ask, how come you, you think that you can pay yourself $100,000 or a million dollars per year? 
is it justifiable? And then you really have to pull out the reasons why you think it is justifiable. And so this is really one big part of being the CFO, knowing the law, knowing, for example, tax laws, knowing why you have taken certain decisions, um, writing down why you arrived at certain conclusions. If you see that everyone else in the industry has that standard, just write that down, document it for yourself. So um, just be sure to really look at the risk and legal implications. That's one of the tasks of a CEO. Then another very important task of the CEO is to ensure that the company makes money. And when I say that, what I mean is, on one hand, you have to guard your money like a hawk. On the other hand, you have to make sure that you do not suffocate the business. I just mentioned a little bit before that CEOs are often on board with the idea because they have sat with it, they have thought about it, they know the strategic direction. Um, the COO of a business will also have many ideas how to improve business because he knows that um, certain things are just not efficient and an investment is needed. And so there are different aspects to consider as you're running a business. But as the CFO of the company, you have to find the right balance, the balance of avoiding overhead or extra cost and making sure that you have the profit, um, but that you that is one side of it. And then the other side is that you make sure that you do not suffocate um, the business by turning around every penny. So that is really a tough line you have to balance. So be the consultant for uh, CEO money matters. For example, if, it is, if, if um, the suggestion is to buy new furniture, well, buying new furniture for your office. Does it make you money? Well, perhaps not. But on the other hand, will you get more clients when you are in a really shabby office with uh, IKEA uh, furniture or something like that? Well, it really depends on your business and what kind of professionality or level of professionality you have to project um, to be able to win clients. Um, on the other hand, if you are working from home, a VA, who cares what chair you're sitting on unless, uh, other than you, right? I mean, you have to make sure that the chair is comfortable, but otherwise, who cares on what chair you're, you're sitting on? So that are just a few thoughts you, you have to uh, make uh, to ensure that the company makes money. Yes, you have to be risk averse to a certain extent, but you cannot be too scared to make a move. Then the third really most, I, I would say really, really crucial task of the CFO is to ensure cash flow. Ensure cash flow. Now, what is cash flow? Now, cash flow is, let me give you a simple example. Let's say you get paid your salary. When you think of the corporate world, you get paid your salary every first of the month. Um, but here's the thing, you get your bills on the 20th of the month or, or your bills are due on the 20th of the month. Now, if you run out of cash before the 20th of the month, you have a 10 days gap where you are not able to pay your bills, right? 
So you have to make sure that cash keeps coming in, enough cash keeps coming in to cover the cost of your bills and also to cover the cost of your of, of, of running the business. So uh, that the, to, to put it in really simple layman language and to do that, there are there's really a simple concept of knowing the timelines. You can um, create for yourself a lot of leeway when you really think hard of the timing of your bills and of your of your due of the due date of your um, commitments and liabilities, and at the same time of the date of you receiving money from your clients. So let's do this with a little example here. Let's say your your suppliers expect you to pay them every 30 days, whatever is due. And let's say you need, um, once you receive the material, you need 15 days to produce whatever you're producing. And then you sell it um, maybe within another 10 days. So that's 15 plus 10 is 25 days. And then you give your customers 90 days time to pay off their, um, their dues. Now, that would be 25 plus 90 days is 115 days before you see any cash coming in, right? So the inflow of cash takes, um, what did I say, 115 days. At the same time, you have to pay your suppliers every 30 days. And that means the outflow of cash happens every 30 days. So what do you do with the gap? You go bankrupt. That's the answer. If, if, if your um, business is set up in that way, you go bankrupt. Simple as that. So really try to think of your business as you set up these terms and agreements. Also try to renegotiate if that is an a possibility with your suppliers. And also remember that, okay, I said you will go bankrupt. There's also another way of bridging the gap between the 30 days and the 115 days. You can also, you know, ask your bank for a loan. You can ask someone else for a loan, a, a, an additional investor. But usually that also comes with a price tag attached, right? You have to pay interest or you have to give up equity of your business. So these are all things you have to consider as you are managing the cash flow. Now, this is really highly dependent on what you're producing. You might think that, oh, well, I do not produce anything. Um, I, do, I don't have any suppliers, so this does not apply to me. If you think that, like that, you're really wrong. Of course, you do not have suppliers as a VA. Of course, you do not have a supplier perhaps as a coach. But what you have are fixed costs. You have running costs, right? If you have a website, if you have a, an office space, um, if you want to pay yourself, you have to think about all these things and you have to um, really put some time in to set up a system that works for you and for your specific situation. And don't be afraid to change around that system and to renegotiate if you see that you are going into the wrong direction. And that brings me to task number four of the CFO, of the chief financial officer of your business is to do financial reporting and to make sure that there is some kind of financial reporting. There needs to be regular analysis of your business. Is the business going in the right direction? Can you 
um, make the business more lean while also not hurting the business, right? You remember what I said about suffocating the business. So you don't want to suffocate the business, but can you run it lean? These are all a few things the financial officer has to do. So first of all, risk and legal implications, ensure the company makes money. Secondly, thirdly, ensure that the the cash flow is healthy. And the fourth uh, thing to consider is financial reporting have a regular analysis of your business. If you do these four things, you are good to go. If you do these four things, you are likely to be a great CFO of your own company. So I wish you all the best with uh, with this. And I just want to tell you that I'll be also sharing CFO hacks in the coming up episodes, in the, in the coming episodes, in a couple of episodes, I think where I'll be talking about different financial aspects. So you can look forward to that. Also remember that I do coaching in this space. So if you're really struggling and need a fresh pair of eyes with the financial side of your business, come to me. You can reach me at support at moonshotentrepreneur.com. That's the email address, support at moonshotentrepreneur.com. You can find the email address below in the description. Don't hesitate to reach out to me, we can get things um, clear in a short, quick uh, coaching session of 30 to 45 minutes. So just reach out to me. And if you're brave, come on to the Facebook group and share your biggest mistake as the CFO of your business or ask your biggest question in the group, post it over in the group. Just go to Facebook groups and type in Moonshot Entrepreneur and you'll find the group or just check out the link below in the description of this episode. Now, I look forward to hearing from you. May God bless you and help you to make wise financial decisions. Stay wrapped up in Christ's love. Until next time. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you in some way, The number one way you can thank me is by leaving me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys. So if this show has impacted your life in some way, just let me know about it. And here's the second thing you can do. Take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it over on Facebook and tag me. God bless as you dare to make the change.